1: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
2: chumpacasino.com. No purchase is necessary, voidwork prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do it live, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go into the let's go into the James Thurber basement. Where a man Vancouver. once said, there's no safety in numbers or in anything else, and he could not have been any more right. How are you, pal? How are you now? You're not in the basement because you're way high up. Uh, I'm in the penthouse. He's in the penthouse. Is that the same as being in the basement?
0: Uh, Well, you tell me. (laughs) Uh,
2: No. Robin and (laughs) I have been in the penthouse with the doggos up there. What's the view like? It's spectacular. It's real.
0: It's spectacular, and it's and goodness sakes, I'm glad to report it's mostly empty, and the few violators that we have in the, I can see about 60 square blocks worth of Central Park, and I would say there are 50 people walking in it, and probably 100 people on bikes and other devices. Bicyclists Mm -hmm. are a law unto themselves in the city, and they will not be stopped by anything.
2: Now, what about the there. horses? Now, obviously, since the tourism has been stopped, yeah. they're not allowed to put the horses in the carriages going through Central Park, are they?
0: Correct. Correct. There are, there are about three or four positive things in this whole equation, and that's one of them. The horse carriages are, are, uh, are done for the duration. And the uh, horse and poop the-
2: is, too. But, they, you know, at least well, they're pooping yeah. in their stalls and stuff.
0: Yeah, and the, pe- and the pedicabs, too. They, you know, it's like the, the tourists who pile into a bicycle with a rickshaw attachment in the back yes. and then get and then get peddled through the streets of New York and have this illusion that they're not about to be killed by oncoming traffic <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I never I never see them without thinking what are you people thinking is going to protect you that thing of cellophane that is over the top of it this? I mean, this guy <laughs> gets this guy gets hit by this guy gets hit by a, another bicyclist, and you're all going to be pi- in one pile with a wheel sticking out. I'm never going to understand this. So, as I said, there are very few positives to this, obviously. I don't have to tell anybody that. But in the city, no horse caps, no pedicabs. Of course, I don't really know this firsthand. I mean, I've got a big balcony, which has suddenly become the envy of everybody I know on the planet. So I can go outside without leaving the building, and I haven't left the building in two weeks. Now, That's what do you do, I mean. do with
2: the doggies, though? I mean, you usually take them out and walk them out there at Central Park yeah. West.
0: Well, yeah, they, they they miss that, and so do I. The good thing is, there's been very little good weather up until the last couple of days, and we go out on the balcony for about an hour, hour and a half a day, and they uh, they're fine with that. They they relieve themselves indoors in the uh, in the pad. They you know the, the 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 place that has been provided for the purpose. They've been trained to do that, mm. and the walks are really just for the walks are for me as much as for the dogs. Now, I'm surprised you didn't go out and get
2: some of the actual turf from Yankee Stadium or out at Citi Field and actually put a grass field on your ba- balcony so the dogs can go out and enjoy the real feel of baseball, that, that, the smell of the freshly cut grass in Central Park.
0: Well, You know, um, as, the, as the guy who, who used to take me, uh, so often against my will, technically it was kidnapping, to the Home Depot in Southington, Connecticut, you need some filters, pal, and we exactly. go in to buy ten one dollar air conditioner filters because Tony would come over to my house and would you know check the 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 HVAC system first, like exactly. like he was one 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 of the, like one of the contractors my dad the architect used to work with. He was like, "How's your how's your electrical grid?" You know, and one day we go in there and I wind up buying a new garbage disposal for my kitchen. I walked out of there with, what, how much? At least I spent $250, and the goal was $10 worth of stuff.
2: And half an hour
0: later, we come out of there with two carts in the back of your car. Oh, don't don't worry, pal, I'll put it in. And it's like, you know, it's like a nuclear. you need a nuclear reactor in your house. <laughs> am I, how am I going to, how am I going to, I can't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without causing a grease fire. How am I going to plant grass Oh, by the way, most of the balconies, because of the structure of the city, most of the front balcony, which overlooks the park, has no, um, no direct sunlight. It only has an angled sunlight. So I don't know where I'd grow it anyway. It would die in a matter of minutes. Well,
2: you know? That's true. And those buildings down there, those, those gigantic buildings they're building all along that area, yeah. they're yeah. the yeah. highest buildings now. I mean, it's incredible, the architecture yeah. that they're putting there on that side of, up uh, yeah. near Central Park. They're all
0: crap. I mean, talk about, I mean it, you're right. It's incredible architecture. And the interesting thing about this is um, I was priced out of this neighborhood back at the max. My maximum earning level was about 2007, 2008. And I was priced out of this neighborhood because it, was, it went so crazy around Central Park because, of course, it's gorgeous and there are trees and it looks like life. It's not just a bunch of buildings. But um, all the buildings that they built, including a 90-story building that they're building, And they say, well, you know, what's the difference if I make $100 a month back from it or $4,000? It doesn't make any difference to me. I'm making something. So this is uh, – it's, it's really crazy, the, the, the law and unintended consequences. By the way, when you launch this new show, is it supposed to be a sports show? Because I noticed we haven't talked anything about We're going to sports. talk sports.
2: we got to catch uh, up. we got to kibitz and schmooze fine. and uh, – Whatever else we have to do. There are no sports. Yeah, what sports are we yeah. talking about? We're going to get to baseball because I want to get to this the latest yeah. MLB thing because you are, yeah. you are the baseball savant. Of all the people I know, there's a lot of great baseball minds, but nobody that I've ever met has the baseball encyclopedia knowledge built within the noggin that you do, Correct. my friend. And so <laughs> yes, l- 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 let's get to the latest thing now that we've covered all the home improvements and the grass and the dogs and Central Park and the buildings and the rent control and all the other stuff. Right. Is now... Do you like this uh, proposed idea? Now, I know they've walked it back a little bit because uh, yesterday ESPN, where you work, was talking yeah, about Arizona yeah. only. Everybody's going to yeah. go to Arizona. All the teams are going to play there, obviously, in the, major, in the big ballpark and then at Tempe, Diablo Stadium, and all the other spring training facilities They'll and go, play not, all their games not, there, right? Do you not, think that's not, going to happen?
0: Not Tempe, Diablo Stadium, please. Why uh, not? There's, well, it's not as nice. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's like six. Arizona, Tactics League ballparks that are nicer than, than ballparks in the majors, like the one in Glendale that the Dodgers and the White Sox, yep. use that is this that with the shingles, the light brown shingles, that's gorgeous. There'll be a fifty thousand seat stadium like that somewhere. I'll go to every one of the games they play there, or the uh, the one at Salt River that with the high, uh, really high light towers and the and sort of the. Pretend second deck that looks like Wrigley Field from the the Los Angeles version of Wrigley Field, gorgeous thing.
2: No, I know. I just oh. wanted to say, Tempe Diablo yeah. Stadium, I'll do a little Harry Callis for
0: you. Yeah, and I'll, I'll do Bob Starr, who used to do the Angels games from the from that that uh, part of the woods, and would always say, I "Have a hard a hard hit ball." This is well struck, and so we used to call him. Now, the game will be brought to uh, color announcer Joe Torrey, along with play-by-play man Well Struck. We'll <laughs> bring you the uh, Angels today on Sell 5, Los Angeles. Here's the thing. Listen, uh, there would be n- if you si- if, a, if a if a buzzer rang on my phone right now and said, "All clear, 100 uh, percent cure that doubles as a vaccine. Everybody's fine. We're administering it. Opening days tomorrow." I would. I would you know, dress up in a uniform and go to wherever the game is being played. Do not misunderstand my point of view of this. But if there's any baseball season at all anywhere in this country this year, I will be very, very, very pleasantly surprised. It's not possible. And the idea that you play the games in Arizona because there has not been a New York City-style decimation of the population yet in Arizona neglects that word yet. I mean, why, where, where, is it, where is it written that Arizona will not be touched by this? Um, we're getting, I mean, there's, there are new reports in here just today about people who had this and have then been cleared, no more symptoms, no more evidence of the, of the disease, and then they go back for a follow-up, and it's in their system again, which either means it lingers or you can get it twice. And they're not necessarily symptomatic second time it doesn't seem to be any evidence of that so you get it you get sick you don't get sick a second time but you can get the disease a second time which is a process of immunity but what if the people who get it once and recover can still transmit it there's no way to be sure at this point this is a five-month-old disease so any idea that includes well we we have this area of the country that has not yet been affected and apparently is going to get to it okay we don't have any idea yet to me, it, you look at this, and I look at the other cities being right here in the core of this thing, with, you know, two of the hospitals that are overloaded are within walking distance of my home, and I've been to both of them, and they are great facilities, and the people there are dying, literally. The idea that this isn't going to happen everywhere else is nonsensical. Maybe it won't, but it'll be really lucky if it doesn't. It would be really unbelievably lucky if it doesn't. And the idea that also then the, these logistics, you are saying okay, Mike Trout, we'd like you to bet your life that that 1,500 tests of players and the staff that would be necessary to go into this imaginary bubble. We're going to ask you to literally bet your life that all 1,500 are exactly right. That there's not one mistake in there, and there's not one false negative, and that the you know everybody who gets into the bubble is clear of the disease, and that nobody who's in that bubble then sneaks out for a burger, you know, on the way to the ballpark or after they're <laughs> locked into the hotel. These are, this is the thing that I saw for it and said, look, you're going to have the ballplayers who are only going to travel from the hotel to the field. And I'm like, name me one ballplayer of whom that has ever been true. Exactly. They, oh, this is, the point of being a ballplayer is to go into some place and go,
2: hey, I'm, a ball I'm, player.
0: I'm, I'm with the Phillies, give me a beer. You know, <laughs> it's that, It's just that simple and where this comes from I, 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 we Lord, I wish it were true. If they said, listen, we found a, a series of uh, apartment complexes in, in uh, Nutley, New Jersey, where we could play safely, let's, let's do it, I'm all for it, but it just, it makes no sense, and it derives from the idea that I think all the commissioners in all the They have never really been in a business in which, you know, there hasn't been money coming in. They don't, I mean, you know, if you think of the Yankees, the Steinbrenner boys were both in college. I think one was in B school and one was in in undergrad. The last time the Yankees did not draw an average of whatever, 45000 at least. They don't know what it's like when people don't give them money. And there is is a, a fever of a different kind inside the league offices all sports and in all colleges in which people were saying, Well there's gotta be a way around this. We've gotta find somewhere we can make some income because we're Major League Baseball and we have to exist next year. You know, and nobody nobody remembers because they don't they don't think a lot about things like this. But it's a year I think a year to the day since the what the Alliance of American football just vanished, went out of business. And, you know, before that, teams in Major league sports just don't go away anymore. I guess the last one remains the, the the Cleveland Barons in the NHL, who were merged into the Minnesota North Stars, who then moved ten years later. But they, you know they, the the starting point is Rob Manfred and even Adam Silver and certainly Goodell. They have no no frame of reference for what do you mean we're not going to make money? You know what? Are, what do you mean we're going to lose money on our team? That's not a Wait a minute, which one of the dogs
2: is barking now, Keith? Does your dog not realize? I know there's two of them. Which one's the yapper?
0: There's three of them.
2: You have three dogs
0: now? Oh, you don't understand. Yeah, I, I took one in, a, a little little guy who was a the hospital. Uh, he wasn't supposed to make it past 10 months. And uh, I took him in because the same breed and the, the rescue association said, you know how to deal with them. You live across in the park. he will have a little family before he goes. He had a bad heart. I took him over and we had surgery. And he's fine. He's, he just celebrated his second birthday, and his biggest uh, medical issue is he has a little waxy buildup in one ear, which is an improvement. The original diagnosis was dead, and it's improved to waxy buildup. So I'll take that any time. Well, no one. Clear.
2: I want to say yeah. this because, you know, my son, my middle son, Chris, is, has a yeah. senior dog haven down in, in Delaware, and he's got 16 mm-hmm. dogs in his house and five cats, and he rescues the, the dogs that nobody wants, you know, the ones mm-hmm. missing a leg the ones who have mm-hmm. an eyeball that has to be removed because it's cancerous. Yep. And so those well, are the real things. But you've done difference. more than anybody I know on, on your Twitter feed in trying to get these dogs saved by posting almost every single day about rescue animals that need to be saved. Well,
0: thanks. I think, I think your son has done much more practically. But I'm doing what I can because, of course, the irony is, as you know, other than the hypoallergenic breed, I'm allergic to dogs. And I mean profoundly, I stopped breathing in half an hour in the presence of a nice, great Dane. And I love all dogs, but it's only the hypoallergenic ones that I can live with. So this is the only thing I can do for what are usually pits or or pit mixes or such who are on death row uh, in the New York uh, system. And happily, the nice thing about the others, I've said there's so few positive things here. In in that little world, they're down to, the New York City shelters are down to um, something like seven or eight dogs that they're hoping to get out. And they're not even saying we, we, we're going to kill them if we don't get them out of here in a week. They're down to seven or eight dogs where they're saying, look, these these guys are, are not doing well. We, we need to get them out soon. Can you try to push them for it? So that's one of the other things. That, I mean, the, the number of lobsters who have gone in and said, look, I'm going to be locked in a house for who knows how long. Why don't I bring a dog with me? It solved a problem, which is which is great in its own course. But, yeah, they're, they're all three of them different degrees so well,
2: i was
1: going to ask uh, keith if he q-tips that ear is that his job every couple of days to for the dog
0: i check it i check it normally the it, it's a it's a problem solved by the groomer every three four weeks when when they got to get uh washed and cut but um this is now going to become my issue because obviously the groomer's not stopping by in the immediate future so i have gotten i've ordered my uh, my dog grooming scissors Okay, we're
2: going <laughs> Now that should, be, that should be live on. Instagram oh yeah, you got to do something. that live. I mean, come on, <laughs> you got to do that live on Instagram. Or now, where are you doing your feeds every single night? Uh, yeah. About with with your with your readings from James Thurber. Yeah,
0: it's, I do that on Twitter. I, I mean, it's, it's the the uh, in the waning days of my newscast in the 2010 and 11. After I did this for my dad when he was uh, in ICU for six months. I used to read him James Thurber stories. He said, you should do this on TV. And I said, it's a newscast. And it's a political commentary show. Why should I do this? And he said, uh, you well, know, just do it for once. How often do I tell you what to do on the air? And it often, I used to do it Friday night at the end of the show, and it was like the highest-rated segment of the of the week, or, off, or at least of Fridays, uh, on the whole network. So with everybody having this time on their hands and, I was going to reread the entire James Thurber literary canon. And I thought, oh, uh, I like to read aloud, and people apparently liked me reading aloud. So every night at eight o'clock, I go on Twitter and spend somewhere between twenty and forty minutes reading two or three James Thurber stories, just for the hell of it. It's not sponsored; I do not get any money out of it, um, but it's you know it puts a nice little structure to the day, and uh, you get you know with the replays and the live. Uh, people who who look at look at it uh, via Periscope on Twitter, um, you know, like thirty thirty five thousand people see it. So it's it's worth my time, and apparently it's worth theirs. Eight
2: o'clock. Eight o'clock at Eastern time on Twitter. Yeah. On Twitter at
0: five. Eastern... Yes, at Keith Overgood, uh, live and in color.
2: Now you don't break into a Bob Menery play by play though. We had him on yesterday. <laughs> Have you heard his stuff? He's great. The guy who does the no. old Ron radio guys, he does all he takes all of these videos, including rats fighting, and he does the old "Oh, look at that rat! Look at the lap there, and he's doing the. Uh, fun. It's out goes rat. Yeah. yeah, no, it's he oh, does right. a little blue too. Yeah, he, yeah, he goes yeah. blue. He yeah. uses profanity, which, as oh, you know, right. Keith, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't gauge in that in that kind of this, behavior.
0: This is a literal fact. We, we worked together for thirty-nine years ago. Like next month, we worked together, and for. A year and a half, Tony and I spent about eight hours Saturday and eight hours on Sunday. I think that's right. Uh, and I was 22 years old. And, I, and honestly, I learned swear words that I'd never heard before at the age of 22, which is really old to learn new swear words. And certainly <laughs> swear words in combination that I'd never heard before. I mean, there's standard classic combinations of obscenities that we've all heard. But I heard ones that I'd never imagined were possible. And I remember sitting and just looking at you, and then sort of drifting off into the sky outside 1440 Broadway in New York. Like, what would that look like that he just said? And <laughs> trying to imagine these things. So <laughs> when you say you don't use swear words, you mean you don't use them 100% of the time.
2: Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Is this like Italian yeah. swear words, too? No, no, no. No, no, just no, to, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 just, you know, no, just English. Yeah. And so some said some a sort of swear my God, it was unbelievable. And if there's two of us in a large office. Creative, yes, very creative
1: yeah. swear words.
0: Yes, yeah, what I'm saying, but these compound swear words—that's the genius there in, inside Tony that often comes out, whether he intends it to or not. So you know, it's a, it's a creative, creative genius. I've always said.
2: Well, no. thank you, Keith. You know, I respect. I mean, how many people have been friends for forty years anymore in this world? How many I people mean, have I, known somebody for forty years?
0: Well, particularly for you and me. I mean, how many people could? Stand either one of us for that period of time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just saw that ESPN
2: is launching a digital-only pre-game show for the classic yep. MLB games. Are you going to be involved in that? Because I know you're back at ESPN. You're doing SportsCenter. What's going on with that?
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little hindered here because they've shut the New York studios down. So I don't think that that uh, that was the first thing that sort of cut me out of the equation. Plus, there are you know, I, I'm pro- among the baseball announcers and the studio guys for baseball, I was probably like 11th or 12th in the depth chart last year. I, I don't think it's a question of, of talent but more of experience and the fact that these guys have, you know, done you know all the grunt work games over the last few years. So I don't think I'm one of the first choices for that. So I'm just uh, I, I'm, I'm delighted they're going to do that. Uh, I I. I don't know how you feel about that. I think it's I feel a little sorry for people who are sort of stuck trying to do that. Just just throw the old game on and if you want to have a watch party or something during it where you take a sixty second somewhere and go, Did you see this? Let me see let's play this again. How we haven't seen that since this game was live in nineteen eighty seven or whatever. That might be fun, but to go do the whole you know, the whole setup beforehand is like, Ooh, it's that bad, is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know that I'd necessarily be the right guy. Plus, this is you know, with all these old games coming back, this actually happened two weeks ago, I guess, or a week and a half ago. Um, dozing while MLB Network is playing the old World Series games, and I hear in my sort of half sleep, I hear Bob Costas say, and Keith olderman is standing by with Mike hargrove <laughs> <laughs> I just, I shot up off the couch like, Bob, here's why. like, oh, God, it's the 1997 World Series. I mean, it's, it's, it was 20, you know, 22 and a half years ago. So was, There's a little danger now when they're playing classic games and you, you're, you're on the broadcast, which is a real sense of attending your own funeral, you know. I mean, it's really, it's really strange when you don't know that's happening. But, uh, I, don't, I mean, just you play the old games. No,
2: wow. I did not know that.
0: Yes, I, Bill Maher, and I almost had a fist fight in 1978. That I'll tell you something. Yeah.
2: Can you do that now? I would like to see that. I'd pay for that on pay per view. Was that better than Jim Everett and Jim Rome?
0: Um. Well, no, well, no, because it wasn't. It wasn't staged. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't <better.
2: laughs> All right, Keith, we got to run, man. It's always great catching up with you, my friend, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. We'll come back up to. Uh, to Central Park when it's open again and walk around with the yeah. doggies.
0: Yeah, we'll see you next year, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks a lot, All Keith. Right. There he All is. Right. Good luck to see you. James
2: Thurber tonight, 8 o'clock. You want to be entertained, amused, enlightened, and all the other things that we do in this medium.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot.